Have you mastered the plaster smile? You know the one I'm talking about, don't you? It's that one we wear when our insides are not smiling, but we don't want to reveal our true emotions. Sometimes it's just easier to stage a cover-up, or so we think. You know what? It's very easy to hide discouragement, but it's not necessarily a solution to pretend to be fine when we're not. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. In the tapestry poem by Corey Tenboom, one of the verses says this, The dark threads are as needful in the weaver's skillful hand as the threads of gold and silver in the pattern he has planned. Discouragement is like a dark thread in the fabric of life, but what should we do when it's beginning to feel like this dark thread is taking over the entire tapestry? Let's look at some verses and ideas together on how to handle discouragement. Number one, figure out the main issue. Problems are so much like weeds. If you don't get to the root, little offshoots will keep popping up. The main issue is the root cause of discouragement. And so it's so important that we figure out what is the main issue. Ask yourself, what's really bothering me? And make it a matter of prayer because God knows what's really going on in our souls all the time. Here are some examples of questions you could ask yourself. Is it possible you may need help with the problem? If so, seek godly counsel, preferably from a professional. You want someone who is a faith-based counselor, someone who shares your faith, so that the counsel won't be contrary to God's word. Another follow-up question you could ask yourself while you're trying to figure out the main issue, is my issue a fear of something that hasn't happened yet? That's fear of the future. This is such an exhausting habit since we only have now. I like what a friend said to me once when she caught me worrying about something in advance. She said, wherever you are, be all there. (laughs) That's just live right now. Don't get fretful about something that may not even take place. And a final follow-up question you could ask as you're trying to figure out your main issue. Is my issue happening now or is it something from the past? You know we can't change the past, but we can change how we will allow it to affect us. Gloomy is one option. If you've tried it before, you know what that feels like. I know I've tried it before, and in my head, sometimes I sounded like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, this is never going to get any better. It's going to be like this probably forever. That's gloomy. Hope is a better option, such a better option. Psalm 42.5 is literally a question we can ask ourselves when we're discouraged. It says this, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Now, if you're familiar with this verse, you know that it's repeated two more times in a similar fashion. Even when we have reasons for being in despair, we can direct our souls to hope in God. That's an instruction that we're giving to ourselves. The psalmist was speaking to himself here. And that's an example of what we can do and how we can sound 
Don't beat yourself up for being down. Don't flog yourself. Don't say negative things to yourself, but ask questions. You can ask your soul, why art thou cast down? That's the same thing as figuring out what is going on here? What is really bothering me? It takes a committed effort, but while God helps you sort things out, please don't lose hope. Number two on things we could do for handling discouragement. Commit these issues to prayer morning, noon, and night. Now we're not talking about simple one-liner prayers here. Listen to what it says in Psalm 55, 15. Evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. All right, now that last part tells you that this is not silent prayer. The phrase cry aloud is the same Hebrew word used in Psalm 42, 5 for disquieted. That's really fascinating, isn't it? Our soul is so troubled that we are going to cry aloud. We're not going to just settle for being disquieted. We are going to lift up our voices. It also translates as to roar or be troubled. Now, roaring is not quiet. When something has us so troubled that we're murmuring and we're mourning about it, we need to take the effort and make it count. Cry aloud to God. He will hear you. Crying just to murmur to ourselves is a huge effort, but it's expended energy that doesn't go anywhere. If we're going to cry, let's cry to God. He will hear us. It says so. It said right there at the end of Psalm 55, 15, and he shall hear my voice. God wants to hear from us when we've got things that are weighing us down and that have us really so stuck in a negative loop inside our own heads. And finally, number three, encourage yourself in the Lord. 1 Samuel 30 verse 6 paints a vivid picture of King David during an extremely discouraging time. It says this, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Now, you'll want to read this entire account of the story in 1 Samuel 30, but the point we're studying here briefly is that during a very dark time in his life, David had trained himself to turn to God, not away from God. I love what Bible commentator Matthew Henry said about David in this passage. When he was at his wit's end, he was not at his faith's end. That is so significant and such a great reminder for us. David was discouraged, but he encouraged himself in the Lord. So he hadn't come to the end of the road in his faith, and we don't have to come there either. What does it mean to encourage ourselves in the Lord? Well, in part, it means that we'll remind ourselves of how God has taken care of us before, and we can be confident that he can lift us up again. Unpleasant and dark times are contrasts to brighter days. Think of a tough situation that you thought would never work out. Think of one. I know you can think of one. And then God worked it out for good, didn't he? These are reminders of God's goodness. No matter how hard things may be, they won't always be this way. It's been cloudy here in Pensacola for several days lately. Don't you always appreciate it when the sun comes out after a string of cloudy days? Life is like that. Life will rotate out of a discouraging zone. Don't tell yourself, hang in there. You don't want to hear that. Hang on to God 
and watch how he walks you through this cloudy season into a season of relief. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You in Christ Unconditionally. ICU is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.